And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. I'm down-to-earth Erica. And I'm joyful Jackie. We're two moms taking a stand against the hustle and grind to help you find more ease and flow in your life and business. Let's Let's dive dive in. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. This episode is one of our Mama Chats, and today we'll be talking about self-care as self-love. Ooh, I love this topic. You know I'm all about self-care. Yes, you are. I have been working in the wellness industry as a massage therapist and a health educator for 20 years now. Yes, Uh, and and as I've become an entrepreneur, I've realized how much more I need to pay attention to self-care and actually make sure that it's part of my routine because you don't have those balancing lines of work time and play time and rest time. So you need to make sure that you're checking all the boxes and doing all the things. Well, beyond that, um, self-care is so important for entrepreneurs because if you're, you're your busy, biggest asset, mm-hmm. like... You, if you work for a company and you have a sick day, there's somebody else there to potentially do your job for Mm -hmm. you. And if you fall apart or burn out or you're sick for a week in your own business, there's not necessarily (laughs) anyone to do the work for you. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get paid until you get it back together. Mm -hmm. And so maintaining your well-being, your health is so important because it really is the keystone that your whole business is Mm -hmm. based on. So I think self-care is one of those words that gets thrown out all the time. So I really like when you tell me exactly what do you consider self-care? Well, um, having been a massage professional for so long, I see so many clients come in after they have pain, Mm -hmm. after they have injuries, and they think that self-care is getting a massage once every six months Mm -hmm. or going and getting a Mm mani-pedi. Or, you know, something extravagant. Taking a bubble bath, and having some wine. And yeah, a oh, a wine night yeah. or something like that. Like, self-care isn't, like, one random fitness class once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not these random things we do. Those things are good for us. But I think self-care is something that we're showing up for deliberately, mm-hmm. on purpose. And it's not necessarily the once every six months massage. Right. That is a way to care for yourself Mm -hmm. and a way to love yourself. But I feel like the really important self-care is the stuff that you show up for daily Mm -hmm. and weekly, consistently over time. And I found that as a mom, like, I have to do it first thing. Like, my self-care gets done before I get out of bed. A good chunk of it does. Because once those little people come running, you ain't got time for it anymore. And your focus goes to other people. Have well, you found that to be true for you, too? Um, I think it feels true. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily true. It's like the idea that being 
busy is all a state of mind, Mm -hmm. right? Like, so many moms feel busy all of the time Mm -hmm. because you're constantly running from one thing to the next to the next. Right. But studies are showing that multitasking isn't real and our brains are just really quickly switching back and forth. And then they're probably getting more and more tired because they're switching back and forth. Yep. So it wears us out. Well, um, being busy is like that. You, if you're only really doing one thing at a time, why do you feel so busy? You mm-hmm. feel busy because you're thinking about doing all these things at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not that you're necessarily doing 50 things while you're running carpool, but your mental to-do list just keeps running. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the same thing with self-care. We think, like, if I don't X, then I can't Y. Like, if, oh. if I don't do it first thing in the morning, then it's out the window. Mm-hmm. It's like the people who say, like, well, I already had a donut this morning, so I might, <laughs> might as well, well eat, eat a pizza, cookie, yeah. and then I'll have pizza for dinner and ice cream afterwards, because mm-hmm. I already screwed up with the donut this morning. You're compounding right. that with all these other choices that you're making throughout mm-hmm. the day. And I think that self-care, true self-care is paying attention to what you need moment by moment. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, I've learned a lot this year about the importance of listening to my body. Yep. And what it needs. Yep. And showing up for that. And I was going to say, in the 20 years that I've been a massage practitioner, I have worked with Olympic athletes. I've worked with, like, high, like marathon runners and triathletes. And I've worked with all kinds of people who are really putting their bodies through a lot of demands. And they need massage to help them maintain these high-level performance. Mm-hmm. And Before I had kids, I was much more active. I was much more fit. I was hiking all the time, and I was swimming and doing a lot more physical activity, and I needed a different type of self-care. You know, my diet was different. I needed foods that would help support that level of lifestyle. I needed massage and body work that would help support that lifestyle that Mm -hmm. I had. Um, And then after I had kids, I still use this frame of reference that I needed to be working out 45 minutes to an hour and a half every day, or it just wasn't enough. Right. Or I needed to show up and get a massage once a week. I needed to eat certain types of foods. Like I needed to push this agenda for myself. Otherwise, what's the point? It's like the donut analogy. Like, oh, if I can't do an hour at the gym, then uh, I just can't work out. Right. And that's total garbage. Mm -hmm. Like working out, all you need is to move your body. Mm -hmm. Literally move your body. You don't have to go to a gym for it. You can walk up and down your stairs three times and get some exercise. Like you can do things on a very small scale. And when I had my second daughter, I had an injury during birth. I had autoimmune condition that came up and my body's needs and what it could tolerate were completely different. And Mm -hmm. I tried for 10 months to do things the way I used to, to address my diet in a way that I used to be able to, and to, um, push myself to do activity based on what I previously was capable of Mm -hmm. and the fact was my body wasn't the same as it was before right and until I could accept where I was right in that moment and give myself what I needed in that moment I couldn't start to heal Mm -hmm. and so for me self-care instead of being an hour and a half in the gym was going for a 10 minute walk yeah to start with Mm -hmm. you know and just doing that consistently that 10 minutes was more valuable than if I went for an hour walk once or twice a week right because let's be real it's it's consistent it's doing it's making that inspired action and it may not be a big step but it's still something but also like you said we have kids our time I do think that we can carve out moments in our day Mm -hmm. to do self-care but that doesn't mean you have an extra two hours no 
you know, it might be five minutes yeah, of meditation. Yeah, mine is like in the five morning. minutes meditation, like scribble a page in the journal, like do yeah. a couple affirmations, and then I'm done. Right. But and if I get if I get like my body says, oh, my gosh, you need to take a nap. Like I've taken more naps this year than I've done like ever before in my life because I listen to my body. And at one thirty, it's like, dude, like you've been working hard for, you know, four hours. You need to take a break and recover and let your brain kind of simmer down for a little bit. And then you can get back to what you're doing. Well, and if you took 20 minutes and you could go close your eyes, listen to a meditation, take a nap, drink some tea, do something to just unwind, mm-hmm. listen to music, move your body, yeah. any of that. And then you come back to your work, you're going to be refreshed oh, and yeah. have energy and really actually be able to accomplish something. But if you just push through and you're tired and you're foggy. And then all you're going to think is, I'm so tired. I'm so foggy. I don't want to be not, doing this. And you're going to give it bad energy. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get anything accomplished. And the work that you do get done isn't really going to be your best work because yeah. it's coming from this really tired place. Mm-hmm. And so just like with our marketing minute, when we were talking about finding marketing that really works for you, self-care, like... Giving yourself permission to just be where you are Mm -hmm. right now and attend to what you need in this moment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like you said, if you need a nap, if you need a few minutes of quiet time, say you can't take a nap, but you have kids at home, they're awake, I don't know, put on a show for them, give them an activity, let them read some books, help set up a coloring thing and take a few minutes and do deep breathing Listen to a five-minute meditation. Like, make some tea. Do Mm -hmm. something that nurtures yourself. Write a few pages in your journal. You know, find practices that serve you. Some people hate journaling. Some people really love it. Like, if you don't like it and you love music, crank up the music and have a Mm -hmm. dance party with your kids for ten minutes. Or a dance break in between clients or something. Actually, like, taking a second to set aside everything that's going on being like, what do I need right now? Not what does everyone else need, but what do I need right now? Or not what should I be doing right now? Yeah. You know, I have a client in 10 minutes. I should be preparing or I should be dancing like a maniac for five (laughs) minutes just to like feel good. Right. Because that's where you're going to bring the best energy to your clients Mm -hmm. is also by attending to yourself. Yep. And it's so hard. I, I mean, I make it sound like, you should just do it. Mm-hmm. And you should. But it's <laughs> so hard for moms and entrepreneurs. And that's why I'm so passionate about working with these groups of people. Because moms give so much of themselves to their kids and their family and their home. Mm-hmm. Like, across the board. Even if you work out of the home. Even if you have your own business. You're still giving so much to your people. Mm-hmm. So much of yourself. And you put everyone else first. And then when you have a business... You give everything to your clients. Yeah. You put them first. You want to show up powerfully and serve them so well. So you're giving your all to multiple groups of people, and then we're wondering why women have no energy, like why we're always tired all the time, why we're always crabby. Like, when was the last time you saw a meme about a mom being selfish? Like, oh. they don't exist because moms aren't ever allowed to be selfish and put their needs first and take care of themselves before they're taking care of everyone else around them. Well, and I was literally having a conversation last night with a mother of six. Oh, God. Who has just really in the last year started exploring what feeling good was about for her and unapologetically doing things that she enjoyed that Mm -hmm. were really serving her. She was starting to go to meditation classes. She told me about a sound bath that she went to. She's been doing a lot of these types of experiences 
because they feel good. Mm -hmm. And she actually had a friend of hers comment that it seems like she's really become selfish. Mm -hmm. Seriously? Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, you're a mother of six. How old are your kids? Like, you've been giving your all to these humans. I don't think if you have six kids, you can be selfish even if you tried because someone is physically, (laughs) like, on you all the time. It's so true. And it's just, it's the expectation that women should put everyone else first. Mm -hmm. But then I think almost every single woman I know has anxiety, depression, chronic pain, chronic headaches, like, autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. I would challenge you to... find a mom that's not dealing with one of those or they don't even have to be a mom like just a woman a woman an entrepreneur anyone like to find another woman who's not dealing with one of those things oh no totally it's it's rampant Mm -hmm. and it's because of stress and it's because of there's so much stress in our outer lives and we really need to attend to our inner selves Mm -hmm. and our lives because otherwise we're just going to get swept away yep so I mean uh, self-care can be meeting up with friends. Yeah. It can be calling your mom and talking to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Or self-care can be not answering your mom's I was going to say, calls. self-care sometimes can be the opposite. It can be saying, right. you know what, I don't need to go out with friends tonight. I need to stay home and rest and watch some Netflix. Right. And self-care can be like turning on the TV and just giving yourself a few minutes to yeah. chill out. And self-care can be like shutting it down and journaling. Mm-hmm. You know, or going for a walk. Right. Like... Everyone is different. Your body is different. Moment by moment, you need different things, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, and that's what I was going to say, too. Like, for me, I had a big spiritual awakening after I got divorced, and I realized that I didn't even know what made me happy. When you were talking about that woman with the six kids, like, doing some things that made her happy, like, I had to take a step back and physically, like, write down, like, what things make me happy so that I could start incorporating more of them in my life. And then I found that a lot of the stuff I was doing didn't actually make me happy. So it's like, why am I still doing it? Like, my hobbies. I I sold, like, a bunch of craft stuff because I'm like, I don't really like doing this. Like, it's something I feel like I should be doing because I thought it would be really, but it's not. And so I'm like, I had to be okay with, A, that it wasn't making me happy, B, letting it go, C, figuring out, okay, if those things don't make me happy, do I have enough things? that make me happy maybe it's time to explore some new hobbies and new things like i discovered that travel made me incredibly happy so i booked like four trips that's so awesome yeah i totally want to go home and throw out the adult coloring books that i've been gifted over (laughs) see and those stayed those were the one hobby that stayed because i found out it does great now i can have like 27 more sets of them (laughs) because they do make me happy right but i have a hard time sitting still and when i am still there are other things that i want to be doing Mm -hmm. you know so that is such a good point, though. Like, yeah. who you were before kids, who mm-hmm. you were before having your own You're not that person business. anymore. No. no. And we take our life with the frame of reference of who we were mm-hmm. and what was good for us or what we think we should want or yeah. what we used to want. And so we move forward with that. Mm-hmm. And we think, well, if I'm not, you know, going to yoga three times a week, it's just not working. Or, right. or you're shaming yourself or exactly. feeling bad for yourself. And self-love is self-care. And loving yourself is nurturing yourself the way that you would nurture your children. Or your clients for that or matter too. Yeah, exactly. Nurture them attend to them, give them time and energy. And, and like, it's the same for your body, like attend to it, pay Mm -hmm. attention to it, stop and consider what your body wants you to eat Mm -hmm. in this moment instead of like, 
what you just automatically get normally. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes salad really serves you, and sometimes a hamburger is better. Yes. Salad rarely serves me. <laughs> I mean, everybody's different. Yeah. But actually stopping to ask yourself. To actually, yeah, to actually think about, like, what does make me happy? What does serve me? I mean, that's the big part of self-care is actually, like, setting aside time to even think about what it could be. Well, and I was reading something about the energy in February and just setting some intentions. And I think holding a vision for what you want to create in your life, in your business, is a really good thing to do this time of year. Um, but also like having an intention about how and a vision about how you want to show up for yourself mm-hmm. to nurture yourself because someday like you're not going to be working with this client forever you're not going to your kids aren't going to be this age forever yeah that's They're another thing to remember like forever. the seasons of life like they go so fast you, you know especially when you have little kids you think about how you're always going to be running carpool you're always going to be running like 27 loads long. and I can tell you like now I have an 11 year old and that time went so fast yeah well, and I think giving yourself permission mm-hmm. to be here now, yeah, where you are, and give yourself what you need right now in this season, mm-hmm. and also attend to like where you want to go long term, yeah. Because and like unapologetically, like ladies, we need to stop apologizing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> like apologizing for not wearing makeup, like yeah. we just did five minutes ago. <laughs> And apologizing for not taking better care of yourself or not being in the shape you want to be or not having lost the last 20 pounds since you had a kid or not, I don't know, like showing up on all the social media I was going to say, are we going to apologize for not showing up on Facebook again? Because I feel like we do that all the time. I don't feel like it's showing up. I feel like it's taking a stand. We have a new community on Discord for our Mamas Making Wave clients because we got rid of our Facebook group because we don't like showing up there. And so... We're not apologizing for it. We just don't no. want to be there. And hopefully people will be like, yeah, me either. And come hang out with us on Discord. And if yeah. not, it'll just be me and Jackie like <laughs> talking about each talking other. We'll each talk other. about the polar vortex because that's what we went through at the time that we're recording this. And oh, man. hating life and all that. But yeah. oh, what was I just going to say about this whole before I was. Oh, I feel like every time that you text me, I apologize to you for something. <laughs> and you tell me, stop apologizing. <laughs> Well, oh, and that reminds me, boundaries are yes. another oh, yes. form of self-care. <laughs> like, knowing when to say no, knowing when to... Jackie, one of her favorite things to say to me is, aren't you glad you helped me really get solid in my boundaries? Because now I can say to you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I do. It's true. I say no to Erica more than I say no to anyone else. Because <laughs> you know I love you. Anyway. I know. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I can say no to this person. She will still love me no matter what. Well, and setting up boundaries around your time, mm-hmm. around your day, yeah. around your self-care, Giving yourself time to eat. Some mm-hmm. people don't make time to have lunch. Yeah. If you need lunch, eat lunch. If you're fasting, skip lunch. Who cares? <laughs> but, like, do what makes you feel good. Yeah. And actually, like, make the time for it. Like, if you're going to eat lunch, like, make sure you leave yourself time to eat lunch. Don't have, like, meetings from 10 to 2 with no break in between. Do you know what I have the hardest time with self-care? Huh. Like, fitting in time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, that is the hardest thing. Like, I mean, you have kids, you get a com- so it's bathroom or shower. Well, yeah, or- but and for me, it's like you, you get in a conversation with someone, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to pee, and they're still talking, and it's like 30 minutes later, and I'm like, how am I going to interrupt them to have time to pee? But I really need to pee. <laughs> 
You just need to be like your kids and be like, okay, before you leave the house, you need to pee. I know, and that's before what I do you, now. Like before, before you go time, into like, this meeting, yeah. take a minute. Go, go. Do I think about? But again, it comes back to asking yourself: Do I have to pee right now? And if the answer is not, oh hell no, then go pee because you don't know if you're going to get a chance later on. Well, and really, what that is is about thinking of your own needs mm-hmm. before you attend to somebody else's, right? You know, thinking and anticipating, mm-hmm. I will need to eat at some point. Yeah. Maybe I should consider that. Yeah. You know, and everybody is so different with what they need. Some people need home-cooked meals. Some mm-hmm. people have specific nutritional needs. You know, we know someone who decided that her self-care this year is not cooking dinner at all the whole year. She is planning on making... She doesn't like to cook. Yeah. Her family doesn't like her cooking. She hates it. She says all the food goes bad in her fridge because nobody eats it. Mm-hmm. So she just committed to not cooking dinner. And she said in making that commitment to herself and giving her unapologetically mm-hmm. permission to do that, now she's coming up with creative ways to help nurture herself and yeah. her family in a better way. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting fast food, she's planning other meal ideas, yeah. other pre-made meals, other meal services. Mm-hmm. So other that, solutions. Yeah. Yes, so that she can attend to her budget, mm-hmm. attend to her nutrition, and attend to her family in a way that serves her life. Mm-hmm. And if she's just tortured and hates cooking, I say more power to you. Yeah. Don't cook dinner. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that you've taught me is this book, The Zone of Genius, or The the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and he talks about the zone of genius, and I'm reading it right now, and it's blowing my mind, but there's, what is it, like the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius. Like, cooking for our friend Megan, who we love, the goal designer, follow her, she's great, but cooking is not her zone of, comp- not even her zone of competence, like, it's her zone of incompetence, so why would she be spending all this time doing something that she's completely not good at? Yeah, I think that that is just so powerful. Yeah. Like, when you can spend your time in a way that feels good to you, that lights you up, that Mm -hmm. serves you well, like, spend more of your time in that. And spend less of your time in areas that don't feel good, that stress you out, Mm -hmm. that cause pain. And if you have to do those things, how can you do them in a way that serves you better? Like, we've talked about before. I love listening to podcasts when I'm doing carpool because carpool is endless and, you know, takes a lot of time. Yeah. So it's For me, it's Netflix while I'm doing the laundry. Right. Oh, I yeah. I hate the laundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love watching awesome things while I'm folding laundry. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing that gets me excited about yeah, laundry exactly. is if I have something fun to watch. Right. Like, make those things that you don't like to do more joyful so that you're not just approaching it with this energy of dread and hate. Like, I, I want to make this year the year that I approach nothing with dread and hate. Like, and if it's something that I don't like, then let's find a way to make it so that it's more tolerable. Or to delegate. Or to delegate. But I was was thinking about, like, eating salads. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can delegate that. No, I can't delegate that. But how do I make it so that it's something that I don't dislike so much some people put lettuce in smoothies or kale yeah or whatever like there's or, a million ways to get your fruits and vegetables right in. it's like you know maybe for me it's buying the pre-made salad yep it's three dollars like three dollars that makes it so much easier for me to eat salad but also like 
maybe salad isn't your thing and no. maybe you eat other vegetables. Yeah. You know, when maybe you don't get caught up on stressing out about the things you should be doing and you focus instead on the things that are going to serve you in this moment. Right. And let go of the, I should always eat one salad every day mm-hmm. and just be like, today I feel like salad. Right. Tomorrow I don't. Well, and it's the same thing with your business. Like today I feel like showing up on social media. Tomorrow, no, I don't really feel like it. I don't feel like turning my computer on. Same thing. But you have to have in mind the kind of long-term objective. We're not talking about following every urge and, like, have a glass of wine every time you feel like Uh, There's that balance there between the right now positive, like, self-care and the long-term wins. Well, right. And you don't want to be doing things on a whim following your urges just to make yourself feel good with mm-hmm. like seek like the buffering seeking pleasure to avoid pain yeah like don't watch netflix just to avoid your stress about mm-hmm. your finances or right. whatever like or your irritation with your husband mm-hmm. like watch it because you're really ready to like sit down and hang out and relax in mm-hmm. that way you know if you're I don't know. I think too many people, it's like the mani-pedi. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, self-care. I got a mani-pedi and my hair's done. Like, yes, that serves you on some level. But in a deeper way, is that really aligning with, like, long-term self-care? You know, or is it taking away from something else? So, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like really showing up. Paying attention to where you are Yeah, I was going to say, it comes back to the whole mindfulness. Like, where are you at in this present moment? Is that where you want to be? If not, how can you move towards that? And if you are, then enjoy it and be where you're at and don't keep looking so far to the future that you forget what's in front of you. Right. Well, and I think, like, things like exercise. You can get so caught up in having to go to the gym, having to lift weights, having to go to a certain kind of class, having to do something for a specific result, Mm -hmm. having to push yourself real hard, um, that you don't actually also find joy in the movement that you're doing. Yeah. You know, so if walking on a treadmill in your basement doesn't feel awesome, but being outside is amazing, Mm -hmm. then walk outside. Yeah. You know, like... If you love to swim, but you go to a gym, you know, 24-hour fitness, and there's no pool, and you're doing weights instead, like, maybe do the movement that you love. Yeah. That feels great to you. If you love to dance, if you love to hike, if you, you know, like, find ways to care for yourself that not only serve your body, but serve your heart and your Mm -hmm. mind. You know, like... Don't just take one piece of your life. And this is this is a big thing. Like, the whole mind-body-spirit thing, everybody talks about it. But it's so true. Like, you, you can address your body and still be stressing in your mind. Oh, yeah. You know, you can be uh, on a treadmill at the gym doing the right thing mm-hmm. and reading your phone right. or watching the news and getting all agitated and upset, mm-hmm. you know, or you can go to a dance class and just have a great time yeah, and get movement that serves your body and your mind mm-hmm. and your spirit and energizes and uplifts you and like helps you be a happier version of yourself. Right. You know, listening to music in the car. I love podcasts and usually they really nourish me. But I get in my head too much and just shutting it off and just listening to music and just kind of zoning out and really being in 
my body in the moment and just enjoying what I'm doing and finding pleasure in that is really valuable. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. Like we have to think about these things on all the levels. You know, meditation serves your spirit as well as your body and your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we time with your kids, playing with your kids, just having fun in your life, in the moments you're in, having a great time with your clients, like showing up, you know, having a dance break in between, like all of these things help you to show up for yourself. I totally want to put like a dance break into like all my client meetings from now on. (laughs) I think about half of them would go for it. The other half would be like, what are you doing? Or you just have a dance break in between client meetings after you take your potty break. Yes. (laughs) On the toilet. How about that? That's where I have my dance break. (laughs) That's just TMI. I don't even know. So anyway, I really hope that we're kind of getting through Mm -hmm. It's just listening to yourself. Like, yeah. What do you need? How do you feel? What's going on? Like, stop listening to all the noise around you and just listen to what you need. And I think to wrap it all up, because this whole month has been about loving your life. And I hope that we've given you lots of ideas about different ways to kind of dive into parts of your life, your mindset, your business, to really love and enjoy your day to day. But one thing I'd love for you to all to think about, maybe share with us on our Facebook page or in our. Not Facebook! On our Facebook page, not in our group. Okay. I said. <laughs> if they're not going to get on Discord, they can go share or on Instagram. We're there too. Quit apologizing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Jackie, thanks so much. Um, What I would really like you to think about is what areas of your life should you give yourself permission to do what feels good and show yourself some love without apology. And we're sending you all some love for making these first few episodes so much fun for us to record. So hope you are all loving your lives and loving your week. Take care. Bye. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Five-hour tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go. To the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach, without weighing you down. Five-hour tea. Caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural sight. From the makers of 5-Hour Energy. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.